Some funky music you got there. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> what's his face? Um, From I forgot what his name was. Chuck Mangione. Chuck Mangione. Feels so good. <laughs> what time the Broncos play today? Welcome to Ben and Jordan's, the show where we get people on and we talk about who and what they are. Today's episode is Mr. Adolf Shepardson. It's going to be a good one, like always. We're going to learn about who and what you are, and I think a little bit about the Milbank area football team right now. So let's get into it. Jordan, there you go. How you doing today, Coach? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Well, we're mostly here to talk to you about your background with, I mean, pretty much everything you've ever done. So, uh, yeah, we'll start off with, um, where'd you grow up at? I was born in Martin, South Dakota. And if you guys don't know where that is, it's... uh. It's close to the Nebraska line. It's West River. It's right in between the uh, Pine Ridge uh, Reservation and uh, Todd County, where we played last year, that reservation. So Bennett County sits right in between two reservations. Uh, just a little town. Martin's about uh, 1,000 people. Okay, so it'd be similar size to Clear Lake. <clears throat> uh, that's where I was born and raised. I went there through seventh grade. That's where my dad graduated high school. Uh, my grandparents, uh, my grandma still lives there. I have aunt and uncles that, and cousins that still live there. So that's kind of where uh, uh, the Shepherdsons are from, that general area there in Martin, South Dakota, Gordon, Nebraska, that general area. And then in eighth grade, uh, me and my two brothers moved with my mom back to Sturgis. That's where my mom's from. Okay. Uh, so she graduated from Sturgis, and that's where I went in eighth grade and then graduated high school from Sturgis. So uh, I grew up West River. That's, that's where I was uh, born and raised, out west. That's. I've heard some stories about West River. I mean, is it a little different out there than you'd say East River? Well, yeah, it's uh, West River is obviously the much less densely populated than East River. You don't have a lot of uh, you know, other than Rapid City, you don't have much out West River. It's pretty desolate. So, uh, you know, the majority of the reservations are out there. So you have a, a larger native population West River and. You have a lot of cowboys, uh, a lot of ranchers. You know, there's farmers out there too, but a lot of ranchers, and and it's great. It's to me, it's South Dakota. Whether I'm East River, West River, it's it's South Dakota. I love the state. I, I love both sides of the river. So, uh, you know, I have a soft spot in my heart for for West River. I love being out there and and seeing my grandma. And my brother lives out in the hills still. So, uh, I I, I kind of consider the Black Hills God's country. It's beautiful out there. It's a great place to. Uh, there's so much to do out there, so it's pretty cool. Uh, I love East River too. I've been, you know, went to college at SDSU and and have uh, taught and coached out here as well. So uh, I just have uh, a love for South Dakota. So I don't think one side's better than the other. Uh, a lot of people get into that. I've been been on both, so I, I just love the state as a whole. So did you ranch out west, or what did you do? Uh, that's a good question. So my dad grew up on a farm on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, just outside of Porcupine. That's where he grew up, and uh, my grandpa was a farmer, and, and so my dad, uh, where we grew up in Martin, we lived just south of town, and my dad had a little uh, funny farm. He had, you know, we had some hay fields, and more than anything, he had a few cattle, a few pigs, and we had a little piece of the river went through our land. So uh, his main job, though, was working at our, our family hardware store on Main Street in Martin. Mm. That's what my grandpa did when he retired from farming. He became a, a hardware store owner, and then my dad took it over and worked for him. So... Uh, yeah, that's, that's in my family's background for me. Not so much. I, uh, <clears throat> I grew up out there on the farm, but I just did a lot of running around, shooting hoops, playing catch with the football, 
uh, just being a kid and I never was really old enough to get into the, the farming part of it. So, uh, I'm just kind of a jock, uh, kind of a city kid. So, uh, but you know, that is part of my background. So what sports did you do in high school? I did everything. I, I love sports. You know, I, my dad loves football. That's, that's his thing. And that's kind of where I get my love for the game. But, uh, my grandpa Glenn, uh, who that's my middle name. I'm named after my two grandpas. Uh, Glenn is my dad's father and then, uh, Adolf was my mom's dad and they called him Coop, but that's where I get my name. So, uh, got my love for football from my dad, got my love for golf from my grandpa Glenn. Uh, you know, and I just love playing basketball too. My dad always had a hoop up for us and we would, we'd sit out there and shoot all the time. Uh, when my cousins came over, we played pickup football in the yard. Uh, we played baseball growing up, softball. My dad coached little kids softball. So, uh, just loved every sport. I played tennis growing up. I like doing that. Uh, I've played racquetball. Uh, you name it, I've done it. I, I love sports because it's it's competition for me. That's fun. So I like things that you can compete in. So what position do you play in football? Well, seventh grade. So now where I grew up at West River and and back in the early nineties, you didn't get to start playing football till your seventh grade. Oh wow, they didn't, that's really, late. they didn't have youth football back then. So. You know, we just we played playground football until we were in seventh grade, and then we got to get pads. So, uh, seventh grade was my last year. Then I went. I was in Martin, and it's Bennett County School District. So, uh, the Bennett County Warriors. I played for them in seventh grade, and I was a quarterback in a defensive end. Uh, and but basically, my job was quarterback, and that's what I always wanted to be. And then uh, when we moved to Sturgis right before eighth grade. I got Sturgis, and I was just uh, – I went from being a, a big fish in a little pond to just a little fish in a, something like uh, – big pond, little fish now. So, you know, in Martin I had a class of about 40 kids. In Sturgis I got a class of 240 kids. And yeah, we've got 50 kids out for eighth-grade football, and I'm a new guy, so nobody knows uh, what I can do. So I kind of had to uh, be okay with being a backup quarterback and, and uh, being on the second team in eighth grade wasn't really happy about it, but I was a new kid, and that's just kind of how it was. And I was a late bloomer, so I was kind of small. I was pretty athletic, but I was kind of small. So eighth grade football for me was a lot of just trying to, to fit in because it was my first few weeks in Sturgis. And actually some of my best friends still today were guys that uh, helped me out when I first got there. So in eighth grade, I was a backup quarterback and, and play some spots on defense. And I got to be a freshman. And I realized in my grade there was this kid named Brent Picard, and he was a stud quarterback. And I was like, ah, I don't know. So I, I started playing tight end receiver, and that's what I played as a freshman in high school. I played tight end, caught a bunch of passes from Brent, and ran tight end reverses and things of that nature, and uh, just played on defense wherever they needed me. And then so when I was playing, we had a freshman team, and then I went to sophomore, and we had just a sophomore team. So in sophomores, you know, same thing as freshmen. Uh, catching balls from Brent, playing tight end and, and wide receiver and, and uh, playing defense wherever they needed me. And then uh, when I went to Sturgis, you didn't really get to be in varsity until you were a junior. And mm -hmm. very few juniors started because we'd have, you know, close to 25 seniors in every grade. So most of the stars were seniors. But uh, it showed a lot of potential as a freshman and sophomore catching it. So the varsity coach actually, we went from a double wing team to a four wide team. Uh, just because it kind of fit what we could do. And, and so my junior year, I got to start at wide receiver and varsity, and we had an awesome year. We made the state semifinals. Uh, we lost to Yankton. We were one game from the Dome. We beat Rhapsody Stevens the first round. We beat Sioux Falls Roosevelt the second round. Jeez. And then uh, we lost to Yankton, who ended up winning state. So we had a great year. We went 9-2. and two. 
Uh, we slung the ball around, but we ran it really good. We had an all-state fullback, and it was fun. Uh, and me and Brent were, I think, about the only juniors that played on that team. It was mostly seniors, so we were pretty privileged. Uh, what that did leave, though, in the next year, we didn't have much back. And uh, we, we did okay. We went 500. Uh, you know, we, we held our own, but uh, we didn't get a playoff win my senior year. We lost to Spearfish in a close game the first round. But uh, loved high school football. Uh, caught a lot of passes for the scoopers. And and, uh, and then I got the, uh, had a good enough career where SDSU offered me a scholarship to go play for the Jacks and play wide receiver. So, and that's what I did in college, five years for the Jacks playing wide out. So during that time, did you ever, well, of course, you, you've had to. What kind of degree did you end up getting at SDSU? I knew I, I knew at a young age I wanted to be a teacher and a coach. So uh, when I went to SDSU, I originally was going to be a biology teacher and coach. And then as right when I got there, my lady's like, why do you want to teach biology? Uh, if you want to be a coach, you should do something that's a little less time-consuming. So she talked me into being a PE teacher. So... <laughs> uh, and which is crazy because usually that's where they, they pointed the guys that had terrible grades, but I came to college with a 4.0. So uh, I ended up being a PE teacher, and, and that's what I got my degree in. It, it, it's called a hyper degree, health, physical education, recreation. That's what my degree is in with a, a teaching emphasis. So when I graduated SDSU, I could teach K through 12, PE and health, and then uh, I also like a coach. Uh, I had all my coaching minors done. So uh, that's what I got it in, and then – I went right out and taught for a year and a half at McLaughlin, which is a little town just uh, just on the other side of the river. So you know where Mobridge is, up up north right on the river. McLaughlin's on the west side of the river there, and I taught there for a year and a half. And then I went to grad school at USD and, and uh, coached the wide receivers down there and got my master's in hyper uh, with an athletic administration emphasis. So that's that's where my schooling has come from, SDSU and USD. Nice. So, at SCCU, were there any big moments that you ever had there? Yeah, uh, I loved being a jackrabbit. <laughs> and, you know, football memories, my, my biggest football mm-hmm. memories were Hobo Days. That's the homecoming game. And mm-hmm. they just had Hobo Days yesterday. And three of my career touchdowns were on Hobo Days. Uh, when I was a sophomore, I got my first touchdown in Hobo Day on the Hobo Day game. We were playing UND. They were ranked number one, undefeated, and we beat them 21-7. I scored the first touchdown in the game. Wow. Uh, that was pretty sweet. And then my senior year, we played Augustana, which back then was a big rivalry. And, uh, they were up on us 10-7 half. I scored a couple touchdowns in the second half, had my, my best game as a collegiate for, as far as yards and catches that game. We came back and beat them 34-10. So a uh, lot of great memories. I scored a touchdown my senior year up in the Fargo Dome and hushed the crowd. <laughs> the bison crowd that was fun uh loved playing football there but the the best thing about going to college there was all the guys that i played with all the friends i made uh just we had so much fun in college hanging out you know we played a lot of video games uh when football season wasn't going we were drinking dew and and talking about girls and all that good stuff so we just we just you know had a blast in college it's it's a fun time of life you know so uh lots of good memories about being a jackrabbit and and uh, all the friends i made in brookings now, did you say hobos or hobo days? Yeah. Because, I mean, I know a lot of STSU people, they just call it hobo day, and they get really mad if you call it hobo day. So is it is it hobo days or hobo day? It's hobo day, but we celebrated all week, so it was hobo days. And okay. and anybody that wants to argue it, they're just they're wasting their time. <laughs> it's It's not worth the argument. Hobo day or hobo days, it's the same thing. It's a week-long celebration, and the Hobo Day is actually Saturday, but 
You know, it's one of those things, whatever. Some people got too much time on their hands. All right. This is Ben and Jay's Q&As. So how this is going to work is we've got a lot of questions, and we're going to shoot them at you. They're going to be quick, and you got to get an answer off, and then we're going to hit you with the next one. All righty. Here we go. Okay. You ready, Coach? Yes. Okay. Is it wrong to turn right? No. Okay. What's George Washington's last name? Washington. <laughs> How many states in the United States of America were there in 2003? 50. <laughs> How many cities are there in the District of Columbia? One. Describe Ben's hair in one word. Messy. I out called of, it. <laughs> out of the five Great Lakes, which one is the greatest? Uh, Lake Erie. If you were a fox, what animal would you be? Silver fox. <laughs> and that That's all we got for questions. There we go. I don't know why I came up with the one with how many stains. Some people would answer like 49 because I they, think, they think it's a trick question. How many states or stains? How many states were there in oh. 2003? Yeah. So if you would have said like 49, that would have been kind of. Because, I mean, you do teach American history, don't you? Yeah, I, I've taught a lot of uh, geography and history classes, government. So, yeah, I was just, to me that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> I feel like a lot of these were rhetorical or had the answer in themselves. Well, especially Ben's hair. What do you mean? <laughs> I called it. He'd say messy. I know you did call it. He'd say messy. That was right. He didn't even look. He just thought of a picture of me in his head. Well, it was either messy or ginger. Good, good. <laughs> Better uh, than what JR was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what were we talking about, about before this? I, I don't know. I want to talk more about SDSU football. I think that's a really cool part of Coach Shep's life. What number were you? In college, yep. I was number 88. 88. In high school, I was 87. And then, wait, what years did you graduate from high school or high school and college? So my my senior football season was 1996 at Sturgis, and then my first fall in Brookings was 97. I redshirted, and mm. I played 98, 99, 2000, 2001. 01 oh. was my senior year. I know you said you coach wide receivers in USD for a little bit. Yeah, we haven't. That's about as far as I got into my coaching. We just kind of talked about college and that up to that point. Okay, let's go on a little bit after okay. that. What happened then? So uh, I graduated SDSU in the spring of 2002, and I accepted a, a PE teaching job and the head football coaching job at McLaughlin, South Dakota, home of the Midgets. Now <laughs> I feel like they had to change their name now. They did. They're the Mustangs. <laughs> uh, but when I got there, they so I took over in the fall of 2002 and straight out of college and played football. I've been around football my whole life, but coaching football and playing football are two different things. So uh, I didn't know what I was doing, and I thought I did. And we played our first game. We just got drilled. And I looked at my assistant coach, and I said, oh, my goodness, we got a lot of work to do. And he goes, yep, but I knew you'd figure it out. He was an older guy. So uh, we actually had a fun year that first year. We uh, we hadn't played varsity football. They hadn't played varsity football in a couple of years. So uh, a few of them had played some JV football with a co-op over in McIntosh and Lemon, but uh, – they hadn't played varsity football. So uh, we ended up going 4-4, four and four and we snuck into the playoffs. Uh, we were 9A back then. So we actually played in 2002, the first round of the playoffs, we came out to play 8-0 Grant Duel. 
Oh yeah, oh, there we really? go. Coach, coached by Mr. Gower and uh, oh, Grand Duel with Studley back then. I yeah. warn you. And uh, he had a good program. He'd been there, and you know I was first first year coach, and we were just happy to be there. And we came out here, and I believe it was uh, on a Halloween night, and. Brian Fox was the AD at Grant Duel, and, and Troy Gower was Brian the head. Fox is an AD at Grant yeah. Duel. I don't know. Troy anything. Gower was the head coach, and uh, I think Grant Duel, they were 8 no. I think they thought they were going to thump us, and we came out, and uh, we threw the ball around a little bit, and it was a good game. Uh, I believe it was 13-7 going the fourth, and we ended up getting beat 29-7. Uh, but – after the game, I remember Coach Gower saying, "You guys surprised us a little bit. We didn't. We thought we were going to roll you, basically. So uh, that was fun. You know, that was uh, that was a fun year of just seeing a team grow and as a coach, you know, kind of learning learning my trade a little bit. So uh, that was my first season coaching in 2002, and then uh, I was in McLaughlin for two years in 03. We had a really good team. We we threw the ball a lot. I mean, we have a uh, we still have some top 10 state records from our passing attack that year. Uh, we played Campbell County, and Campbell County is uh, Harriet Pollock. Pollock's closed now. Harriet kids mm -hmm. uh, play with Selby. So, uh, and Harriet Pollock was a traditional powerhouse back then. They were called the Campbell County Express, and they have big dudes, like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six guys all across the line. They're huge. Holy Hannah. And we got over there, and we just had some – we had a combination of native kids and white kids, and we were throwing the ball, and they were just – pounding it, running it. We couldn't stop them. It was one or two runs scored, and then we, for us it was one or two passes we scored back on them. So the final score of that game was 66-40. to 40. Holy Jeez. crap. Uh, and our wide receiver that game, I think he had 18 catches for over 300-some yards and lots of touchdowns, which is still one of the top receiving games ever in the state of South Dakota. So uh, I had a fun two years at McLaughlin. I, I uh, was the head football coach. I was a JV basketball coach. I think uh, my JV teams were like – Oh, probably thirty-eight and two or something those two years, and we got a we played in the state tournament. Uh, that was fun. We were in the Class B tournament. We got a consolation champs. I got a coach in the the LNI, which is the Lakota Nation Invitational in Rapid City. Uh, that's a huge thing for the for the native schools, and that was really fun. So I had a I had a blast, McLaughlin, and then I I moved on to uh, USD to pursue my masters and then coach the wide receivers. So uh, that was an awesome part of my life too. Uh, that's where I really learned the game of football. I had some great older coaches there that were mentors and really taught me uh, the finer points of the game. And and uh, my first season at USD, we had a brand new staff and we took the Coyotes from three and eight to nine and two, uh, and it was a fun season. We just missed out on the playoffs, believe it or not. We were nine and two and didn't get in the playoffs, but that was a great great fall. And then I was uh, coach. I was coached wide receivers for uh, two springs there as well, and then I took the head job at Sturgis. I went back to my alma mater because when I was playing there, like I mentioned, we were good. <laughs> when I left, they lost game after game after game. So uh, at the time, I thought I was going to stay and coach college football, and that was kind of going to be my path. But mm -hmm. I felt like I needed to go home and, and make a difference there and see if I could help end the streak because it was, it was upwards around 70 uh, varsity losses in a row. So oh my. I went home. A lot of people told me I was crazy. They said, you're going to be out of coaching after this because you're <laughs> never going to be able to get another job. And uh, the first year, we, you know, uh, the second game I ever coached there, we lost in overtime. So we were this close. And uh, the last game of the year that year, we lost. We got tackled on the one-yard line, the last play of the game, and lost by a point. So wow. we were really close. But 
the program was changing and, and people knew it was inevitable. We were going to win games. And we did my second year. We won a couple games. And my, by my third year, we were uh, winning in the playoffs. So uh, it was a fun three years. It was stressful. There was days that first year I was driving around town having panic attacks thinking, oh, my God, what if we never win a game? Uh, <laughs> but it was it was very rewarding to go home and, and help the scoopers break that streak. And, you know, they – uh, you know, they, ever since then, they've had a few, you know, poor seasons, but for the most part, they've won games every year. So it was, that was pretty uh, satisfying. And then after that, I took a three-year vacation in North Carolina. I went out, out, uh, east down south and coached for three seasons. And I tell you what, that's a different culture down there. Uh, <laughs> but I met a lot of cool people. I got to golf a lot almost every day of the year. So, and then I came back to South Dakota and I was coach at Dubrick for six years, uh, Won a couple conference championships, won a state championship, uh, three semifinal appearances, and just had a blast. Uh, uh, was one of the coaches on the state championship girls track team. Uh, coached some state champion girl triple jumpers. So uh, coached basketball. We won a district championship. So uh, had a great time at Dubrick. It was six awesome years. And the only, it, it took a really good job for me to leave that place. And But I ended up in Millbank just because I felt like it was a good place to be. So that's where I'm at now. Uh, pretty long journey. I've been been kind of all over the place. Yeah. Oh, man. So you said that playing football and coaching football are two different things. So, like, go through a couple differences from us. <laughs> well, for me, I don't – here's the deal with football. If you could play it with your 40-year-old mind and your 18-year-old <laughs> body, it'd be the perfect mix. You just <laughs> – you don't understand the game as well – now and appreciate it as much as you do when you're older so uh and it really is like that with anything i mean i could talk about basketball that way uh there's just you as you get older and you experience things you just you just know stuff and, and you see things that you wouldn't have seen when you were that age so uh but football has changed a lot since i played too as far as when i was in high school we didn't have huddle um you know we it was just different we a completely different game we didn't like concussions I don't ever remember anybody ever getting a concussion concussion when I played like the only concussions there ever were is if somebody was knocked out cold and that might happen like once every five years so we just played you know and if you were hurt you just played we just played football that's what we did uh uh if guys were out it was because they had like knee surgery or something but we just that's one of the big changes for me now as a coach here you know uh 25 plus years later after I was done playing is that it's just a different game as far as uh the injuries and stuff no I I, I don't I hate to say this but I think we were just tougher back then yeah getting uh, soft now. but society was different so uh but it's still a great game it's an awesome game it, it teaches people toughness and and hard work and and I'll always love football and I hope that we always are able to play football because it, it's it's just a great game but uh you know, I loved basketball too. I love track. Uh, you know, I just I love sports. So uh, they're great, great for kids. Uh, it's part of the growing up process. I think you're going to be a better human if you play sports and and learn stuff from them. So you said how you went out to your alma mater and you made them, you got them better in three years. You think you can do that to Melbank too? Yeah. I mean, well, should be able to. This is a completely different situation. Millbank is kind of the job that I've been waiting for because uh, my whole career I took over jobs that were like complete rebuilding. I mean, from the bottom up, everything had to be rebuilt. Uh, 
Now, Milbank was a different situation. I inherited a winning program, and, and I got to be an assistant coach uh, for the first year. So it's a little bit different. Now, yeah, there's things that we're going to do better and that, uh, you know, as I run the program that I want to kind of, you know, put my face to. But uh, we weren't starting from the bottom of a barrel. No. Uh, at Sturgis, believe it or not, they literally – I had to teach them football. Uh <laughs> The guys here, they they they're football players. They know how to do it. You know, of course, we're always working at it. But uh, these guys just they didn't know how to play football at all. Uh, so, and couple that with the schedule we played, we're playing O'Gorman and Roosevelt and and Yankton and all these good teams. So, it, it was a complete rebuild. Uh, Millbank's a different story. It's just uh, we're taking what we have, which is pretty decent, and we want to make it great. We want to win state championships. Now at Sturgis, we never talked about winning state championship. It was about winning a game. It was about maybe being the best team West River. Uh, state championship was probably something that was unreachable for us because we were a school of 800 competing against uh, high schools of 2,000 kids. Mm -hmm. uh, we did get there where we were competitive, but it, that was going to be tough. Now, at Millbank, my goal is is to to win state championships, and, and I think we will. Uh, uh, you know, but it, winning state championships is hard. It takes – you got to have a little luck. You got to be really good, and and you got to have a few breaks. And, you know, the year we won it at Dubrook, we were really good, but there were a lot of other teams that were really good. You know, our quarterfinal game, we won in overtime, and we were they scored to go up with less than a minute in the game. They onside kicked and recovered it. The only oh, wow. problem is it only went nine yards, so we got the ball. If that oh, ball win oh, another oh. yard, we would have lost in the quarters, and we wouldn't even be talking about it. But we got the ball and we went down to score and won in overtime. Um, their semifinal game that year, we played Gregory. Gregory's traditionally just good. Mm -hmm. Their quarterback was a beast that year. They scored 37 points on us in the first quarter. Oh. We, we won 44-37. <laughs> but we we stayed with it. We made some adjustments, you know, and then we went down and beat Howard in the Dome and, and played really well. So it's winning state championships, I don't care what anybody says, it's hard. And uh, our goal is to win, and win at least one here, and uh, I look forward to that challenge and – you know, I just I love coaching football every day, going out to practice. I love practice because you get to teach and, and work with the guys. And uh, Fridays are kind of stressful because I get really – I'm high-strung on Fridays. I, I'm a competitor, and I want to win, and I get pissed off sometimes. But uh, it, it's, you know, the best part of, of the week is going out to practice and getting guys ready for the game so on Friday they can just go out and play. Do you mind if I ask you, like, a question about clipboards? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Shoot. Do you have any idea of an estimate of how many clipboards you've broken throughout the whole <laughs> coaching career? Uh, I would say some somewhere between ten and twenty. Ten and uh, twenty. <laughs> there was a lot in Sturgis, especially when I first got there. I was was trying to teach these guys how to how to do stuff. So they actually made me a they welded me a metal clipboard and gave it to me as a president. Uh, <laughs> one of the years so it happens every once in a while you know it's you just give a little tap and and it happens to break but uh that's just kind of me i'm a, I'm a competitor and and sometimes the clipboards feel my wrath but better that than somebody else it's a good good point <laughs> yeah i think i got one more question for you you bet now you coached at usd but you played at scsu yeah how did Isn't that, that work kind out? of like Isn't really like sacrilegious or something isn't that like illegal according to SDSU? that's a good story so <laughs> when i was playing at sdsu we were division two uh and it was right at the end right before they made the leap to division one 
So what happened is I think they played Division two for two or three more seasons after I graduated. So they went, they made the leap around 04-ish, 03-04, and I, my last season was 01. Well, USD hadn't made the jump yet. They were still Division two. So when I went back to coach at USD, we were not playing the Jacks at the time because the Jacks were had moved up and we were still Division two. And but it was funny. I got in the receivers room the first day, and I was meeting with the guys, and and I got to coach some great kids there. And I was real close in age to them, but they're like, Coach, do you hate us? <laughs> and I I kind of laughed. I said, That's a legitimate question. I said, No, I don't, That's because so I'm coaching you now, and right now I'm a coyote. And the other nice thing, guys, is we don't play the jacks, so we don't have to worry about it. So we just get to be coyotes and. And it was pretty cool because all my receivers, my three starters were all South Dakota kids like me. Uh, Chris Mickelson, who's from Gregory, and uh, Brooks Little from Castlewood, and Derek Gearman from Lennox. And we had an awesome crew of receivers. So it was pretty cool. And then uh, after I'd left USD, you know, eventually they made the jump. And now when they play each other, I always make, you know, I check scores on both teams. And, and I'm a diehard jackrabbit, at heart I'm a jackrabbit, but I, I root for the the coyotes to do well too and uh when they do play each other i'm gonna root for the jackrabbits that's just the way it is but uh i don't have that hatred for usd like a lot of people do uh when i was in college my hatred really was augustana and it was passionate and it's still still kind of there still kind of there but i always respected usd and and coaching there was great so and the domes there you know that's kind of the the mecca of high school football so there's a lot of cool things about usd uh so, you know, that's where I'm at on that. Well, thanks for coming on our show today, and hopefully everything else goes well. So, yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. I enjoyed it. Good. We did, too. I liked learning all your history and everything. Your history in America's history. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like I said, this is Ben and Jordans out of the Y Millbank Podcast Network studio. And I'm Ben. And I'm Jordan. And we'd like to see you all here next week. See you later.